to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Social Media Mindset Podcast, episode 100. Is this unbelievable? I, I cannot believe we got here. Luckily, it has been a lot of guests that have carried the weight of this show, and so I haven't had to do much, but I did decide that for episode 100, I wanted to talk by myself. I wanted to talk about some things I've learned from the show, talk about some of the passions that I have for social media and and really just just teach and and equip today is is really my goal. And and so I thought you know, how do I want to start this this episode out? And and what I landed on was really my plea. Um for those of you that that are getting to know me, that that have known me for forever, um you will understand what this means when I say this that I I really, at this point, believe that I am a social media disciple, right? The, the way that God allowed Jesus to call disciples to, to go and tell the world about him, I really feel like there has been a calling place on my life because I watch how poorly social media is done, and I watch how like the wrong people are paid attention to and, and the wrong things are being emphasized in, in a lot of areas. And again, I don't say that, right, to, to my friends that also do what I do. That was not at you, right? What what that was for, just so we, I, I don't want anybody to think I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm secretly blasting anybody. What I think is so broken about what we do with social media is we follow a lot of these people that have millions of followers and then we do what they do, but they don't do what you do, right? What you guys do for real estate and lending, you are hyper-local, you are in a super niche area or city, and then you go get advice from these people that have millions of followers. Like, what do they know about growing in a niche market? And so I, I feel like I'm a social media disciple that has been called to go out and and give truth to people on on how to do this more effectively and with greater efficiency and in a way that doesn't ruin the relationships you already have but it enhances them because you're creating value for people and so my plea in this first part of the podcast has three three parts one my first plea to you is make it less about you. If you want your social media to grow, if you want to, to benefit from, from the, the efforts and energy that you're putting into social media as a realtor and lender in a local market, you have to make it less about you. 
Why is this podcast made it to 100 episodes? Because it's never been about me. It's never been about me. It has always been about the the joy that I can bring others, the, the tips and tricks that I can bring others, the people I can bring onto the show and let their brilliance spill over into your lives. It's always been about serving you. And, and, and my content has always been the same way. And guys, this is what I, I beg you to continue to be better at is asking that simple question. I'm about to post this. I'm about to upload this reel. I'm about to, to do this and that you'll stop and pause and just simply say, does what I'm about to post create value for others? Guys, it's very simple. Does what I'm about to post create value for other people? Or am I being honest? And, and if I'm being honest, I look at what I'm about to post and go, ugh. That, that really is pretty self-serving. It's pretty self-serving. And, and, and I hope that that will become the guide by which you use to create content. The, the second part of my plea is trust the process. I was sitting, uh, some of you may or may not know this, but I, I absolutely hate networking. I did it for years when I was a roofer. And, and I did it for years when I owned a company that built websites for realtors. And I, I just hated networking. It just felt like the wrong people were always there. It was, it was a lot of the unsuccessful people that typically showed up to those events. And I just really never felt that there was value networking. Well, I went to a networking event today because my buddy was hosting it. And I, I, he begged me to come. And I was like, bro, because I love you, I'm going to go. So I went. And, and guys, here's the story. A lot of you have this story for yourself. I'm talking to a guy who, who is a fractional CFO, right? Unbelievable opportunities for, for, for men and women like that because they're small businesses that need that financial help, but they can't afford a full C-level person. And so he does fractional CFO work. And he, he was telling me that a couple years ago, he tried video. And he did about 10 of them. Nothing happened. And so he quit. And how many of you have this story? And so I looked at him and I said, hey, let me, let me paint this picture in a, in a different way than that. Uh, and, and, I, and today, there were four of us sitting at this table. I was the biggest person, right? The other three guys were all pretty fit. And I said, I said, guys, it's obvious that I'm the most out of shape person at this table. And so if I told you guys, man, I've been trying to lose weight, but it's just, I, I can't figure this thing out. You know, this year, I think I've gone to the gym 10 times. All of you are going to go, there it is. <laughs> we figured out your problem, bro. It doesn't work if out of the 200 plus days of the year so far, you've worked out 10 of those. That's not how this works. I don't know why. It makes sense when that's my example. But it doesn't make sense when you say you tried 10 videos and nothing worked. We have to trust the process. We have to trust the process. I, I cannot talk about it. Uh, I mean, I will continue to talk about it until I'm blue in the face. 
But social proof is so real. Social proof is what is keeping many of you from growing your business the way you want because you're cool in person. You do a great job in person, but you're not always in person. And so when someone talks about you, when your industry comes up, when your name comes up in conversation, the only thing for them to do is one of two things, call you or look you up. Well, guess what, guys? You know what people aren't doing in 2022? Calling strangers. Unless you cold call, that's different, right? But for most of us, we're not going to just pick up the phone and call a stranger that we were referred to. We're going to look you up. And so if you don't trust the process and you get bought in to the metrics and overly tracking them and overly caring about what every single little video does for you, you are going to fail. You are going to burn out. You are going to struggle. And so the same way that for me to get healthy, I have to just commit to a process commit to a new way of life. That is the only way it works. Because if every day I come home and I haven't lost five pounds, it's only a matter of time before that discouragement causes me to do nothing. And this is where so many of you are. You have tried this. You gave it a little bitty tiny shot at some point, And you've decided this isn't for me. Nothing good happened and you now live your life from the perspective of, I'm just not going to do video. It's just not for me. It may be for others. It's not for me. Guys, there's a lot of things in our lives that we can pick and choose. This is not one of them. If you want to continue to grow a business beyond today. And so you got to trust the process. And then the, the third part of my plea, and then I'm done with my plea is don't pull back now, push forward. I, I'm talking to people all the time, right, in the mortgage and real estate space that because of what the market's doing, some of them are, are trying to, you know, thin, thin the herd. They're trying to, to, to cut back on expenses. They're, they're trying to, to be prepared for when things may get worse. And here's what's crazy the first place they pull back is from their efforts in marketing. And in my mind, I go, what are we doing? We're pulling back on your visibility to people. We're pulling back on, on the ability people have to seek you out and determine whether you're the right LO or you're the right realtor for them. We're going to pull back from that because we're trying to trim the fat. Guys, push. While everyone else is minimizing their marketing efforts, you be the one that's doubling down so that as people leave this industry, you become the person that those people left behind come to, right? Thousands of lenders and, 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 and realtors are going to be leaving the industry. Guess what? All their friends now need to know somebody in real estate. Why are you not pushing forward to be that person? And so do not pull back, push forward. That's my plea. Now, 
the other thing I want to talk about on, on this episode is probably what I'm most passionate about when it, when it comes to the way we create and curate content. Because everybody right now is so bought in to short, 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 short. Short form, short form, short form, short form. And yes, is that the most popular type of video to be doing right now? 100%. Should you be on that boat? 100%. But I believe the way that a lot of people teach it is hindering you from what's available globally across the world of social media. And so here's what I mean. There's a lot of people out there that all they're doing is short form content. So they are heavy into reels, heavy into TikTok, right? And that's where they live. Well, guess what? There is something they happen to be leaving behind that, that's called YouTube that is and will continue to be the second largest search engine in the world that is indexable, that, that allows people to find you, that allows people to, when they go check on your social proof, we want them to find that YouTube channel where you have content. And so when all we do is, is deliberately do short form content, we rob ourselves of the opportunity for long form. And so again, right, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to say there's only one way. There's not only one way. I create a lot of content that is just for reels. But I also create a lot of content that started as long form content because there's places that it belongs in that environment where people do want longer content. People don't go to YouTube to watch 35 second videos. They go to YouTube to learn, to absorb, to take in. They got their popcorn ready. Like they are ready to, to watch something beyond one or two minutes. But then from that long form content, you have the ability to create micro content. And in my opinion, it ends up being the most authentic form of micro content because it's bits and pieces of you at your best. It's bits and pieces of you teaching, of you equipping, of you pouring into people, of you educating, not just you lip syncing to trends and, and doing all that stuff. Again, is there a place for that? Of course. But for the people that I serve, you serve a local community. And so what good is 100,000 views on a video if 99% of those people don't even live in our country? And so for so many, you are doing all of this backwards because you're being bought in to that it's just about the views I get, the likes I get, and there's just more at stake than that, in my opinion. Again, my opinion. This is my podcast. So I get to bring my opinion to this podcast. You don't have to be bought into it like me. But what I do not see enough of is experts of real estate. I see great salespeople in it. I see great salespeople in lending, but I don't see very many experts because in order to be that expert, you've got to be an equipper. You've got to be out there teaching and educating. And this is the backbone of that, taking long form content and turning it into short form. This is what you see a lot of people that have podcasts do at a really high level.
and it benefits us when I can show up like this and, and talk into the, the camera for 40 minutes for a podcast, but then this is all going to get broken up into micro content. It's unbelievable. So that when I'm on vacation, when I'm out of town speaking, there's still content for my team to post. My company isn't dead and dormant when I'm not working it like it is for many of you. Because think about this for a second. If you aren't bought in to, to what video does, when you're sleeping, your business can't grow. When you're on a trip, your business can't grow. When you get sick for two days, your business can't grow because you are the only driving metric of that growth. But when you are committed to content, to educating, to equipping, to pouring into others, it's never ending. You're always findable. You're always available. And, and so you can be sick and still get three people to, to come in through a DM or an email and, and tell the story of so-and-so said you're incredible. I was looking at some of your stuff. I think you're great. I love that you're a fan of the Green Bay Packers. Me too. Go Pack. I'd love to set up a time to talk. That's real life. It happens to me and so many others every single week. Why? Because we have been bought into a process that this is where the world is going and we will no longer Heisman it. We will no longer shy away from it. We will no longer have excuses as to why it's not for us. And we're going to fight through those quitting points, fight through that discomfort. And I'm going to put myself out there anyway, fat and all. Because what I look like in person is what I look like on video. And so you've got to get bought into this. And so this long form to short form content strategy, in my opinion, is a powerful strategy for the realtors and lenders that don't have time. It's powerful. But the next thing I wanted to talk about rolls right off the back of this. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Guys, this is uncomfortable for me. This is uncomfortable. Do you know how hard it is to, to do video by yourself for 30 to 40 minutes when you have no feedback, you, you have no audience members to look at and, and let them smile. And so inside I can go, okay, good. This is good. It, they like this, right? This is so uncomfortable. It, it's awkward. As a speaker, I thrive on the feedback of others, right? But now I have none. And so this is hard. This is uncomfortable. But you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it. Because there are men and women out there that desperately need what I do. There are men and women out there that desperately need what you do. There are families out there that need the integrity that you live your life and operate your business by, but they'll never find you because you're afraid to be uncomfortable. We got to fight through this. And so how can we work on, on, on being okay with, with being uncomfortable, right? I wear a bracelet that my mentor gave me that says pursue discomfort. 
pursue discomfort. Because last time I checked, most people's big stories don't come out of their comfort zone. When, when you listen to the men and women that have accomplished unbelievable things throughout the course of history, none of their stories started with, yeah, you know, like I was just sitting on my couch eating some popcorn and all of a sudden, boom, this happened. It was crazy. No, it comes on the tail end of discomfort after discomfort after discomfort. So what does this mean for us? The first thing this means is that when, when, if we want to do social media better, it has to now be quantity over quality. The internet moves so fast. It's so fast. And so right now, it's about, it's about quantity. How much content can you push out? A video a week isn't cutting it. A couple of videos a week isn't really cutting it. We've got to be more present. I have people right now, guys, I do video every day, yet I still have people that go, dude, have you stopped doing video? I haven't seen any of your videos. We can't control the algorithm. And so if I'm not being seen and I do it every day, how much less are you seen if you do it once a month? Quantity over quality. We crave we crave authenticity right now because most of what we have available to us is the opposite. It's people at their best that aren't sharing when they're at their worst and it makes everybody feel inadequate. And so my question that, that I want to ask you guys is what are you holding back? Why? Are you holding back? Why are, are you only willing to do a couple of things? Why are you only willing to show up when you look your best? Because if I asked you to coffee and you just finished at the gym and I'm a potential buyer, you're going to go, hey, is it okay? It, like I, We just finished the episode. We just finished the episode. Somebody commented and, and, it, and it, the episode made me think episode. Like I just finished working out. I can meet right now, but I'm going to be in my gym clothes and I might smell weird. Is that cool? And the other person is going to go, yeah, of course, right? Of course. And so you're going to show up to that conversation, smelly from the gym, sweating from the gym, and they're going to love you. Why? Because that is so much more an authentic representation of you than to go find your suit jacket, to go find your pencil skirt, to go make your hair look pretty, and then show up as the version they that you think they want. So why are you holding back? Be yourself. That's what we crave. That's what we want from people. And you, for whatever the reason, are refusing to give people your best. And what you're giving them instead is the scripted version of you, the professional version of you. And this hurts your ability to do social media because if you're convinced that that's who people want, you're giving yourself a very limited window to actually be that person to them. So we got to do better. <coughs> also, I already talked about that, so we're not going to talk about that part. And you know what? I'm not even going to edit this out. <laughs> 
of of the of the podcast because this is real life. So as we wrap this up, thank you guys that that have been hanging out for the live recording. Um, decide right now that you are going to go all in and always be willing to adapt because the greatest struggle that I see in, in the, the world of social media and, and digital is that it's always evolving. And so the moment I've figured out reels, boom, some new app is going to show up and Facebook's going to knock it off. Instagram's going to knock it off. TikTok's going to knock it off. And so we can't just go, Ugh, I just fig I just figured out how to do this TikTok thing. And now I got to do this. Always be willing to adapt. Just decide right now. I will always be willing to adapt. This is too valuable to the future of my business. And so I'm not going to go, okay, fine. I'll try video. No, decide that you're always willing to adapt. I am willing to grow, right? Because we adapt for the things that matter. I am so committed to my marriage that I will adapt and do anything for my wife to know that I love her. I'm so committed to my children that I will adapt. I will do anything to continue to show my love for them. Be willing to adapt. Be willing to adapt. This is huge. You've got to be willing. And, and here's how I believe we adapt the fastest. Listen to advice from everyone, but actually do the advice from very few. I was on the, the phone with a friend of mine today and I was telling her that my favorite thing is when somebody's like, hey, I have some advice for you. Great. I love it. Please share. Right? I don't get offended and go, why do, why do they think I need advice? Why Do they think I suck? Do they think I'm stupid? Do they think I'm not doing a good job? Why do they think? No, 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 no. I think, great. I'd love to hear it. What advice do you have? Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to listen. My parents always taught me to eat the fish and spit out the bones, right? I'm going to get whatever nutrients I can from their opinion, and then I'm going to throw the rest away. And this is how I believe that, that I learn and grow faster than other people because I love taking the advice or hearing the advice from others. But, but if you're not careful, you will get so defensive you will get such a complex about what people think that you will shut out the opinions of others because their opinions make you feel like less than instead of going, you know what? I like 10% of that opinion. I'm going to apply that 90% kicking it to the curb. I like 14% of that opinion. I don't like 86% of it. And so I'm going to take this part and leave out that part. Be humble enough to listen to the advice of others. Doesn't mean you got to do it, but you're missing opportunities to grow by, by not having a willingness to listen. And that is how we adapt. And what I want to do to finish this episode is, you know, I love, I love to read. Uh, reading is interesting to me because I rarely finish books because I just read until I get something I love and then I go try and apply it. And, and so 
I've read bits and pieces of tons of books and I've read the whole book for some books, but I love reading or listening to a podcast or watching videos from others because again, it shortens my learning curve. There are young people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars at, at college right now and woo, and I'm learning the same things that they are from this book that cost me 18. And so I wanted to, to end this, this hundredth episode. I mean, I can't believe it a hundred episodes. It's crazy with three books that, that I'm currently reading. And, and I just want to, to drop a nugget from, from each one. And so the, the book that we're actually doing this in our realtor lender book club, seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. It is a mind blowing book. And, and one of the things that, that, that has really jumped off the page at me is he says, the successful person has the habit of doing the things failures don't like. The successful person has the habit of doing the things failures don't like. Isn't that fascinating? Look at every successful person across the planet in every walk of life. And if you go if you go pull back the layers, their superpower is that when the normal person says, well, I've had enough, they keep going, right? That's what this says. But then he goes on to say, they don't like doing them necessarily, but their disliking is subordinated to the strength of their purpose. Something that, that this 100th episode has really caused me to, to rethink is what am I doing? Am I doing it effectively? Are there ways that I could do it better? And am, am I choosing out of insecurity to leave anything off the table? Right? I'm always reevaluating the effectiveness of, of what I'm trying to accomplish. This is where so many of you are. And if we bring this back to social media, right? Why have I been able to get to a hundred episodes? It's not because I'm better than anybody else. It's literally because my purpose was great enough for me to overcome the difficulty of doing episode after episode. That's all it was. That's the superpower right? Is that that purpose is big enough. And so I'm loving this book. It's unbelievable. And so I want to ask you, is your purpose great enough? Because if you say that it is, but you're still saying no to things that will help you accomplish it, it may not be as big as you think it is. The second book that I am always reading and for those of you that are actually my friends or you follow what I do, right? You you already know that that this is the book that that I spend a lot of time hanging out with and talking through and and it's Steal Like an Artist. Right? And and in Steal Like an Artist, I I I want to read you just this tiny phrase that is in this book that that I think gets so overlooked. And, and he says, he says this, the right constraints can lead to your very best work. The right constraints can lead to your very best work. 
You know what this says to me in, in the world that I live in and social media is that, oh, you can't afford the fancy camera? Guess what? Your videos are going to be more authentic than everyone else's. And that's a good thing. Oh, you don't you don't have time because you just had a baby or or you're you're homeschooling your kids now. Guess what? Your videos are going to be even better than everyone else's because you've got to really pick and choose the ones that you have time to do. Right? The right constraints can lead to your very best work. Quit making excuses. Quit making excuses and realize that maybe it's the constraint that you have that you've been making an excuse for is the actual thing that's going to help you create your best work. It may be unbelievable, right? Like, like what if, what if you literally don't have time in the day to do video before 9 p.m. at night? And so you decide, well, even though it's not the right time or the best time, I'm going to go live at 9 p.m. at night. You know who else is going live at 9 p.m. at night? No one. The right constraint may lead to your best work. Something to think about. And then the last thing, this is it and I'm done. Another book. I want to tell you guys the story of, of, of why I'm reading this book. It's called The Power of Positive Thinking. And the literal reason that I'm reading this book is because I love Steve Harvey. And we love Family Feud. And I just, I love Steve Harvey's story. Um, he has an unbelievable story if you haven't heard it. And 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 he he truly has the the American dream story, right? Of of taking a, a, a poor kid and and literally showing him that he can have anything he wants. And I was watching a TikTok for, of an interview of him of, a few weeks ago, and he said that the first book that changed the the course of his life. And side note, when really successful people say that something changed the course of their life, it's typically a good spot for us to listen. And he said, the, the, the first book that changed my life was The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And so what did I do? I jumped on Amazon and I bought it. And, 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 and now I have it. And, and here's, here's what, what the, the author says in, in this book. He says, the trouble with most of us is that we would rather be ruined by praise than saved by criticism. Let me, let me read it one more time. You might be in the car right now. You might be changing a diaper while you're listening to this part of the episode, right? So listen to it again. The trouble with most of us is that we would rather be ruined by praise than saved by criticism. The reason this is so powerful is that if we're not careful, we will live and die by the praises of people. Because if praise matters too much to you, criticism from those people will cripple you. 
And so we've always got to be walking this line of, I want people to like me. I want people to think I'm funny. I want people to trust me, but, but I, I will not allow myself to covet that because the moment I do out of the same mouths that praised me can also cripple me. And so one last time, the trouble with most of us is that we would rather be ruined by praise than saved by criticism. You want to continue to enrich the lives of people. You want to continue to expand your territory. You want to continue to do the right work for the right reasons with the right people and, and make an incredible living doing it. Be okay with the criticism of others. Be okay with looking in the mirror. Be okay with admitting that you're wrong. And, and then move from not just being okay, but being thankful. Because oftentimes it is the criticism that allows me to become my best. Right? Michael Jordan, who's my favorite athlete of all time. Well, Dirk is my favorite. But but Michael Jordan, right? He he did not become the greatest because he just surrounded himself with a bunch of people that kiss his butt all the time. He surrounded himself with people that were willing to tell him the truth, that were willing willing to push him beyond his breaking point because they saw something in him that at times he couldn't see himself. And so I want to end this with, with letting us look at this through two different lenses. Guys, to me, when, when I pull back the layers of my business, it is so much more than marketing. It is meeting and serving the needs of others. That is my purpose on this earth, right? God told me years ago, Kyle, your job is to leave people better than you find them. That's your job. And he accomplished that in me as a youth pastor. He accomplished that in me as a roofer. He accomplished that in me as a guy that sold websites to realtors and he is accomplishing that in me now as an entrepreneur, a speaker, a coach. And so we've got to look at this through two lenses. One, you have to make this. What is this? Your social media efforts. You have to make this about the needs of others. It has to be about the needs of others. And yes, your business can serve those needs, but you've got to make it about the needs of others. That is the first lens. The moment that lens shifts to you, you're going to be the biggest douche on the planet, right? You're going to become the person that nobody wants to be around because you can't not talk about you. My pop, my stuff, my, 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 me, 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 my listing, my buyers, my contract, my, my, my. We got to keep our focus on making this about others. But then the flip side is, 
And, and guys, this is just how I believe, right? We don't have to believe the same. We, we're, we're allowed to be different, but the only perspective I know to give is mine. And my perspective is this. If you believe spiritually the way that I do, if we believe the same way spiritually, I also believe that when God has unbelievable things in store for me, there is also an evil one that wants to stop those things from happening. And so you know the greatest way for Satan to stop you? It is to make you feel insignificant. It is to make you feel less than. It is to allow you to feel embarrassed. It is to allow you to believe that you don't know what you're talking about. And what are all those things? They're the things that keep us from doing social media better. And so I don't know if, if what you do for a living is missional the way it is for me, right? That yes, I want to grow a great business and yes, I want to enrich the lives of my employees, but, but more than anything, I want people to experience who they were meant to be because they had an encounter with me. And that is why I will never stop fighting. I will never quit. And I will do a bajillion more videos if that's what it takes to enrich the lives of people through my message. And so with, with that being said, we have reached the end of, of episode 100 for people watching live. Um, thanks for hanging out. Like y'all, y'all have no idea how much this means to me that people value something I have to say, right? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And for those of you that support the podcast, please continue to do so. Thank you for your support. Please consider sharing this episode with, with anybody that you believe needs to hear it. And then my final ask is if you've never done it, please go review the, the podcast wherever you listen right? Go give me however many stars you think I deserve. Say a few nice things because that is what fuels the algorithm to show this to more people. I love you guys. We'll be back next week with episode 101 on our way to a thousand. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.